This is episode 335 of the Beyond the Food Show. And today I'm going to present you with a powerful shift in thinking that will lead you to move from self-blame to self-responsibility. You ready? Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going to Beyond the Food Show, the only podcast that teaches you how to reshape your mind not your body, to make your life better, bigger, and bolder, your undieted life. I'm your host, Stephanie Dodier, reformed dieter, nutritionist, and coach. You ready? Let's do this. Hello, my sisters, and welcome back. I am recording this episode on September the 21st, And in the countdown of me leaving for Morocco has started. It is T minus nine. As I'm saying that, I have all the butterfly in my stomach. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, just let me say this to you. I decided to go live in Morocco, Africa for three months in the fall of this year. If you're new to my world, I'm a digital nomad, which means I live in different locations while I'm working, while I'm living my life. So don't think of it as me traveling for vacation to Morocco, but instead in I'm she's going to live in Morocco for three months. I live my day-to-day life, my day-to-day routine. I work, I coach people, I do my crew program, but I'm doing it from a location that is not my apartment, where I am right now in Quebec. If you're not following me on social media, you should. I made a really funny reel, a video, a short video, for those who don't know, of me getting the answer back that I was accepted to go to Morocco. I work with a company called Outsights. As a matter of fact, I did a podcast on that not so long ago. I think it's podcast 330. So if that is all new to you, go and listen to that podcast. I'm not going to repeat all of that. I'm just realizing I did a complete podcast on that just a few weeks ago. So we're on the countdown mode, T minus nine. This is so exciting. Like I've never been to Africa. I've never been to a country that is Muslim. So all of that's going to be new experience. I can't wait to share the experience with you on social media. So be sure to follow me there if you want some insight. But today's topic is about self-blame versus self-responsibility. And as I'm saying this, I want to say to you that this shift in thinking contributed to me becoming a digital nomad. When I was in my clinic in Toronto, when I was a traditionally performing clinical nutritionist, which was people were coming for 50 minutes appointment in my clinic and I would meet them and the next person and the next person. And we weren't working on mindset or emotion or diet culture, like the traditional format of nutrition. I, there was a period towards the end where I didn't, like I didn't feel excited to do that anymore. It wasn't aligned with me. I was resentful from having to do nutrition in this way. 
And I didn't want to take responsibility for the unhappiness that I was experiencing doing nutrition in that way. I was blaming my school, the way that I was taught to do nutrition was so limiting and it was not helping people to the level that they needed to be helped. And I would say I spent a good year in that space of being personally unhappy, not fulfilled into my work and seeing on the internet, that was like nine years ago, it was the beginning of social media. I was seeing other people, entrepreneur, living the life that I wanted, living the life that they could travel, they could explore the world while working on their business and having pleasure in life. And that's what I wanted, but in my mind, I couldn't do it. I was blaming how I was educated, how I was trying to say, well, I wasn't trained to do like them, so it's the fault. It's the fault of my school for not training me to be able to be a remote worker. Until I shifted my mindset to say, what can I do? What can I do in this situation to actually move myself towards my goal? And that's when I began exploring how I could do my work, being a nutritionist, virtually, that would allow me to travel on the internet. And you have to remember, this is nine years ago, there was nobody doing nutrition online nine years ago. So I did not have anyone to look up to, anyone that had paved the road for me. So Every step of the way, I needed to create something. I needed to come up with new ways of doing things. And that was hard. It required a lot of effort. And I think part of where I was in my mind is I was looking at the fact that nobody had done it before, that I wasn't trained, that it was not going to be easy to create the life that I wanted as too hard and not believing that I could do it because I didn't feel enough, I didn't feel good enough, I didn't feel smart enough. So I think what happened in my brain is in take, instead of taking responsibility, I shifted around and I started blaming the people that had educated me and had trained me to say, well, it's your fault, I can't do this because you didn't train me. But I shifted my mindset, right? It's a whole journey there where I hired a coach and I started to look into how my thoughts created my emotion and my emotion created my action. And then I realized, yes, it was applicable to food. I was studying a lot in that in those days around emotional eating, but it was applicable to how I felt in my business. And that's when my mindset shifted to take self-responsibility. And that's what I want to talk to you today about is the power in whatever event is unfolding in your life right now that you're not fulfilled in, that you're not quote unquote happy, that you want to change, are you taking responsibility or are you blaming? Now, I wanna add a caveat to this here is that many, maybe some of you are like, no, I'm taking responsibility. 
I am taking responsibility for who I am. I'm not blaming the world. I'm not blaming anyone else. But you are blaming yourself. That's another stage of taking responsibility versus blaming. Maybe you're not blaming externally, but you blame you. So let's make the difference between self-responsibility and blaming. Blaming is when you want to find someone or something to hold responsible for the current situation you're experiencing. That is including you, right? So maybe it's not external, but maybe you want to hold yourself responsible. You want someone, including you, to pay for the result you have currently. You want someone to be accountable. And, and when we think we want someone responsible, we want someone accountable. In most cases, the end product of finding the person to blame is punishment of some kind. And this is what I want you to stay open. Mental punishment by self-critical thinking towards yourself, which creates a whole bunch of emotion in your body like shame and like guilt, resentment, despair, because your thinking process is, it's my fault. The result that I'm experiencing right now, it's my fault. I created that problem. I need to hold myself accountable. And for many of us, I was there up to about five or six years ago, came from how I was raised. I was raised with a family system, my parents, my aunts, my uncle, my school system in a, the 70s, 80s, and 90s, where parenting was a punitive model. Schooling was a punitive model, right? Hold people responsible, find the guilty party, and there's a consequence for you doing these things. And because that's how I experienced the world, I didn't question it. I interacted with myself in the same way. So when something wasn't right in my life, the knee-jerk reaction was to find the person who created the problem, the person who's responsible, the thing that's responsible and accountable and fix this, right? And make sure that it didn't happen again. And in my brain, that sounded like me beating the shit out of me. You're so stupid. You shouldn't have done that. What is wrong with you? Like, you know better than this. I was, quote unquote, beating myself up from me to me because I was an adult. I didn't have parents anymore. So I was parenting myself in that blame model. And that caused a lot of pain and a lot of counter-reactive behavior to offset the pain that I was causing myself by blaming myself. And as I'm saying that, I can feel a lot of you are having light bulb moment right now. And if you're like, oh my God, this is me, she's describing me. I know. I want you to hold the space that you are being seen. You're being seen because I shared the same lived experience as you, because I coach women like you, because I'm in that world of people like us. 
So I'm seeing you, I want you to see yourself with compassion. Somebody is seeing you. That doesn't mean I'm finding you wrong, I'm not blaming you, I'm not trying to say, hey, you're doing this wrong. I just want you to see. I want you to see yourself. And the vehicle for me to help you see yourself is by me seeing you. Ask yourself, why is it that I'm interacting like this with me? And I know for a fact it is not innate. Blaming ourselves is not an innate behavior that came <laughs> with your brain when you were born. It's something that you've learned. Take a few minutes, take a few days, a few weeks to reflect. Where did you learn this model of parenting yourself, of interacting with yourself? Here's the other model, self-responsibility. Self-responsibility is not about blaming. It's about courageously taking accountability for what is happening now for ourselves, how we contributed to the results without blaming yourself. Self-responsibility is about an unconditional commitment to be kind and compassionate to yourself, to look at how you co-created the current reality, the current situation, and engage with how you created it, saying, oh, this is what happened, this is what I did, this is what I was thinking, this is what I was feeling, this is what I did, the action that I took, and it didn't give me the result that I wanted. Let me learn from this. Let me say, oh, okay, when I do this, when I think and feel and do this, this is the result that I have. I don't want this result. Okay, learned. We're not going to think like this, feel like this, do like this anymore. We're going to do this instead. Go back out. There's no blaming. There's no shame. There's no guilt. It's learning. Go back out into the world and try this different way and see what happens. Self-responsibility... It's an, un it's an unconditional commitment to have your back, to be kind, to be compassionate to yourself. It's not about finding someone to hold accountable and then to some kind of way punish them so they learn not to do this anymore. That was the whole punitive parenting model, right? Have a consequence, suffer physically, emotionally, or mentally. Some kind of suffering was imposed as a way of learning not to do this. The gateway to not replicating the behavior was suffering. That's very disempowering. That's fear-based. Blaming perpetuates fear. Self-responsibility creates power. It allows you to move forward a hell of a lot faster because there's no suffering, there's no pain involved. It's just like, okay, did this happen? Learning, move forward, try something different. And then when you are in, a, in an environment of self-responsibility, you can move faster forward much easier and much faster because there's not the period of suffering that you need to recoup from. It's just like learn, move, learn, move, learn, move. But that's a way of being with ourselves that we have for most of us to relearn. And we have to learn how to decode our environment 
that, it, that wants us to go back in that model. So let me give you the example of diet culture. Diet culture is built on a blaming system, right? The message is very simple. You are not thin, it's your fault, you didn't eat well enough, you didn't control yourself, you didn't exercise enough, you haven't quote unquote worked hard enough, it's your fault, go fix it. Wellness culture is the same thing. If you're sick, if you have diabetes, it's your fault. You eat too much sugar, you're just lazy, you're stupid, it's your fault. And I can go down all the system and the social construct in order to upheld power at the top of that system to the few at the top, the model that is successful in upholding the power at the top and having a whole bunch of people following that cult of that system is the blame and shame model. So, question. Right? Because sometimes when I start coaching women and I start teaching them about blaming and responsibility, there's this moment where they're like, but Stephanie, it's true, it's my fault. Tell me why. And then they go into like, often it's around wellness because people in Undiet Your Life either are at the tail end of their journey around intuitive eating or they're working on intuitive eating with me inside of Undiet Your Life and then they get to like, yeah, but it's, I'm responsible for my health. Like I have to do this for my health. There's this stage. Once we leave diet culture behind, we jump into the world of wellness culture, but it's different for wellness. It's different for my health. I have to do this. I have to force myself to do this because it's for my health. But is it? Is it true that you need to do this for your health? Yeah, you don't hold a responsibility to the world for your health. That is your business from you to you. Do you want to do all these things in your morning routine? Coach someone recently who had a two and a half hour morning routine, people. Two and a half hour morning routine. Of all the things she needed to do for her health, it's summed up to two and a half hour. And she was working a corporate job from nine to five. She was waking up at 4.30 in the morning to do the morning routine so she can then go to work. Guess what? That wasn't helpful for her health. But she was under the belief she had no choice. But it's not true. That's again how wellness culture uphold us thinking we have to do this is because we're being taught that it is our sole responsibility for our health and we need to be healthy for society. It's not true. This is where when you're working yourself out of a social construct or a diet culture, wellness culture, it's very important to either read books or have a coach or someone that teaches you the truth not the wellness culture version or the diet culture version of health or food. Like what is the real truth when you take the system out? What is really true about nutrition? What is really true about health? We do that for our student inside of Undiet Your Life. I do that for the professional like 
This is the truth. The truth that is not shaded by oppressive business culture or diet culture. Here's the truth about health, about food, about business. So if you're doing this journey on your own, be sure to be around and surrounded with people who can give you the actual information so you no longer think you have to blame yourself. So this is the difference between blaming and self-responsibility. Now, I'm going to leave you with these, I don't want to call them steps, but these three things (laughs) that you can do in your life to start shifting your thinking from blaming to self-responsibility. So number one, in your day-to-day event, always take a moment to look at how you contributed to the reality you are experiencing right now. At the beginning of that mindset shift, your knee-jerk reaction will be to look for what is wrong with us. If you are a self-blamer, like if you are in the pattern of self-criticism and blaming yourself, when you hit a, an event in your life that you don't want, that you want to change, the first thing you will want to do is look at what is wrong with you. Or if you are in a victim mindset, you'll look what is wrong with other people that contributed to your problem. But the truth is, it's really our responsibility to think first how we have contributed to the reality we are observing. Here's why it matters. If you are focused on how others or things outside of you have contributed to the reality you are experiencing, you are in a complete state of disempowerment because you have no control on other people. You have no control on diet culture. You have no control on wellness culture. You're not going to shut them down. You're going to have to say, they're there. I'm here. I am going to take responsibility for myself. I'm going to work myself out of wellness culture, and I'm going to decide what I want to believe about health. That is self-responsibility. Now, this is kind of, it can get muddy here where people say, well, Stephanie, by teaching us to interact with ourselves like this, you're not holding the system accountable. You're not holding diet culture accountable. Oh, yes, I am. I'm totally holding diet culture accountable. However, I am prioritizing me. By spending my time, my energy in blaming diet culture and saying it's their fault, it's their fault, what kind of life will I live? I'm not making my life better. I'm going to be suffering the whole time I'm looking at blaming the system and not moving forward and taking responsibility for how me as a grown-up adult did not question what I was taught, and now that I can, and I have mentors, and I have information to question it, then I can choose differently so I can live a much better life. So that would be kind of step two. Realize that you, you yourself as a grown-up adult, have co-created 
the experience that you are doing or living true right now. Somewhere, somehow, you have a small, medium, a bigger part to play, and that part to play is what you actually can impact. That part that you co-created, it's where you can change things. You can then go to that part and say, okay, that I control, it's me, I'm gonna change this. The third thing I wanna put on your radar is that there's no Prince Charming coming to rescue us. And that's a teaching that many of us have learned from patriarchy. We were raised as good girls and that somewhere, somehow, there was a Prince Charming where we're gonna get married, there's <laughs> gonna be this person, most often a man, coming and saving us. And when we don't examine that thinking, we start applying it to all the things that doesn't work in my life. Somewhere, somehow, there's gonna be this magical thing, this Prince Charming, this, I call it sometimes magical thinking, that will come and rescue us from where we are. In body image, I call that body fantasies, right? We keep holding back living our life until we get to this like imaginary perfect body, then we can live our life. This person rescuing us, this magical thinking is holding us up from looking at how we co-created the current situation, extract what we can control, and apply transformation to that portion of it. So wherever you're muddy right now, you're stuck, quote unquote, in your life, are you looking at something magical coming or someone else doing something that will impact you and get you out of that situation? Stop doing that. <laughs> Go back to the last step, which is look at the part of it that you can control, that you co-created, and apply change to that. So I wanted to get this on the podcast because I coach so often on this particular element to the women inside of Undiet Your Life. So I wanted to put it out there for all of you to really think about that and see what can be applied into your life to help you create that better, fuller, and bolder life. And I'll see you on the next podcast. I love you. See you then. Bye. If you are loving what you're learning on the podcast, you have to come and check out Undiet Your Life. This is where we get to hang out together, where you get the individual help applying the concept thought on the podcast while learning new coaching tool that will make your life even more amazing. It's also where you get to apply the learning to think better, eat better, and feel better and create your undieted life, your better, bigger, and bolder life. Go to stephaniedoze.com forward slash join. I'd love to have you join us inside of Undiet Your Life, and I'll see you on the other side.